What is up? My name is Bryce Garman, and you are listening to the first ever podcast series that I will be publishing weekly. Still kind of figuring out what to call these segments, what I want to do with it, and you know, really how far I'm going to go. But in the meantime, just want to let you guys know that this is a big day. This is the first podcast, and I'm so excited that you guys are ready to experience this journey with me. So before we jump on into today's topic, um, I want to give you guys some brief background information on what this show is going to be about, who I am, and you know everything you need to know. So for many of the many of you may or may not know me, um, my name is Bryce Garman. I am 22 years old, uh, currently living in Bowling Green, Ohio, and I'm just kind of out here, you know, going to school and living life and. You know, I've been lucky enough to experience a few things in life that not a lot of people have. And, you know, I've been around some stuff that a lot of us have been through that we wish didn't. And, you know, I'm going to cover all these topics and more. Um, This podcast is kind of aimed at being generally lighthearted and like comedic for a little bit of standpoint. But, you know, we're going to get into some serious topics too. Um, But today to kick it off, what better of a topic than... One of, I want to say, everyone's favorite things in the entire universe, and I, th- I think we got to talk about food for the first episode, you know? And like, yo, Bryce, why are you talking about food, right? Okay, well, hear me out. I had a professor the other day say, survival is based on two things. Ready? Procreation, you know, the need to repopulate and leave behind a legacy, and food. I, you know, really wanted to disagree with him, but at the end of the day, like, we get, we all got to eat, okay? <laughs> like, I'm out here, I got to eat. So, what better topic than the best meals I've ever eaten for the number one podcast that I will be publishing? All right. So, a lot of people say, oh, this is the best burger. This is the best macaroni. I want to talk about the subjective nature of restaurants saying world's best whatever I mean you can't have more than one's world's best anything correct like correct me if I'm wrong or something but I'm just talking if you go to a restaurant and you see world's best burger you drive down the road you see world's best steak and eggs like oh my goodness someone has got to be lying am I right or wrong like back me up here so today we're going to get to the bottom of it what exactly is the world's best burger what does it look like how much does it cost and where can i get this thing need i remind you that this is subjectively based on my own opinion but realistically it's probably a better opinion than some other people so take it for what it's worth love me hate me you gotta listen to me all right so first things first what should a burger look like Now, this is something that a lot of people disagree on, you know? Should it have onions? Should it have mushrooms? Are pickles, like, a real, like, are pickles good? Do do you put ketchup and mustard in mayonnaise? Like, a lot of questions here. So we're going to go over your quick, standard, all-American, basic burger. And then we'll get into some funky stuff a little later. Some secret menu hidden burgers that a lot of people didn't know is out there. Number one. You got to start with a bun. I firmly believe that a brioche bun is the best bun ever. 
start with our bun, deconstruct it. We have brioche. Lightly, lightly butter it. And then you want to stick that on the flat top, the stove, the skillet, you know, grill it, whatever. You want to get that little golden crisp. That way when you put your juicy burger on there and all your condiments, that thing, you don't want, no one wants a soggy bun. You know what I mean? Like, could you imagine, could you imagine picking up a burger and having a soggy bun? Like, it could literally ruin the entire experience. Number two, we're going to talk about our burger. Now... Um, I'm from Ohio, as I'm sure some of you guys may or may not know, and I am a firm believer that the Angus beef is the best. We are not going to mess with Wagyu, 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 however you say it, Wagyu, I'm pretty sure it's Wagyu, I've watched a lot of cooking videos I think recently. So, forget the Wagyu beef, we are doing Black Angus certified beef, uh, Chuck I like to go for burgers, um, 85% lean, 15% fat, but that's, that's just for taste. I don't really eat beef all that often. So here we go. We got our beef. I am a firm believer that medium rare to rare is like the best way, um, beef is cooked and served. So for me, that usually is around like 134 degrees in the center. Uh, that, you know, allows for some pink. It's going to be juicy. It's going to be runny. It's going to be bloody. But ultimately, I think that's the way that meat was supposed to be served. Um, so, yeah. So, we have that. We want to do a few minutes on each side. It really doesn't take long to whip up some beef on a grill or anything. Double burner hauling that thing. Pretty nice. Uh, how thick? A lot of people are saying, um, you know, a four-ounce patty. So, I mean, that is, you know, a quarter pound, I guess. But... I don't really want to mess with that. I think we're going to go the half pound. So we're going to do six ounces on the beef patty. So we got our six ounce patty going. We're going to wait till that thing's 134 degrees in the center. And then we're going to stick it on our brioche bun. But before we do that, you got to decorate your bun. You got to decorate everything about that thing. So after you got that thing grilled up, I believe in a firm base of light mayonnaise, on the bottom bun. Now listen, it's gotta be on the bottom bun, not the top. Why is that? Because I like my mayonnaise strictly touching the burger, not anything else. So no lettuce, tomato. I like the mayonnaise on the burger, the perfect combo for me. Then we got our top bun. Um, not a big ketchup guy, but I do enjoy mustard, but I don't hate on ketchup. So, you know, I don't hate on it. So we're gonna use a nice Dijon mustard or um, you know, like a ballpark mustard, something kind of tangy, horseradishy with some ketchup. And we're just gonna put them on the bun and we're gonna use the back of a spoon, smear it around, put it all together, you know, blend it up. Pretty good. All right, so we got our bun decorated. So throw our burger down on the bun with the mayonnaise. And then on top of that, we're gonna put one shaving, I don't know what to call it, one leaf, one trimming of lettuce face down, top it with the tomato, three pickles. People doing two pickles, I hate that. Two is not enough. Four is too many. Three is perfect. Three is perfect. Bread and butter pickles, they are good. Stick those on there. One onion with two strips of bacon. Now, 
to me, this is the classic all-American burger. It's just screaming Krabby Patty for me for some reason. And like to this day, I don't even know what a Krabby Patty would look like in real life. But if the burger I just described to you didn't sound excellent, I don't really know what to tell you. So that to me is what encompasses a traditional American burger. Something delicious. Cheese. Oh my goodness. Holy cow, I forgot cheese. Um, you can't go wrong with cheddar. You can't go wrong with Swiss. I prefer pepper jack. I like my stuff spicy. I do like hollandaise sauce. I do like sriracha. But, you know, those don't belong on a burger as of right now. So we're sticking pepper jack down on there. Melt it. Oh, phenomenal. So, where are the best burgers located at a restaurant? What restaurant should you go to if you want one? Let's talk about this for a second, okay? The debate that has never been settled until today, I repeat, we will settle this debate today. What a burger or in and out What is better? If you could pick one, where should you go and why? All right. Little background on Whataburger and In-N-Out. Now, I do not see these up on the East Coast and or northern parts of the United States anywhere. Um, the only Whataburger I've ever been to, or even seen for that matter, is um, in Texas. I know they're in more than just Texas, but you know, I've, that's like the only place I've been where I've seen them. Texas has a Whataburger um, literally everywhere. I'm going to say I was in Austin and San Antonio a couple, a couple months ago. And within, you know, like three, four miles of our hotel, there was probably five or six Whataburgers. Like they were, there was a Whataburger for every gas station. It was absolutely incredible and like insane. More Whataburgers than McDonald's. There was one built on to this other hotel, like beside us. Absurd, right? In and out. Um, I did not eat In-N-Out in Texas. I'm not sure if I truthfully saw one, but you know, I know there is one in Vegas. So when I was out in Las Vegas last year, uh, that was my first experience with Whataburger. Um, so yeah, I had a few Whataburgers and mimosas. It was my 21st, they're pretty good. Now, Whataburger may be more like your traditional um, burger I want to say I want to say it's more it's like bigger thicker it's probably more of like what you look for in a burger um if you're trying to be completely satisfied what a burger is more of like I want to say kind of like your steak and shake burger like your kind of like home cooked burger they seem like smaller but you know like they're phenomenal you know both places are phenomenal so good um, but what is what what is the difference here? Okay, so what a burger offers a I'm not gonna lie to you, I am a sucker for a patty melt. There is something about those things that really just get me going. And what a burger offers the most delicious patty melt I've ever had. There's something about something about the sauces used in a patty melt just bring the entire thing together. Now not knocking on In-N-Out because In-N-Out is also really great. But I do think one of the two is overrated. Now, I don't want to lose a whole bunch of followers here when I say this already. But I think In-N-Out is n- not near as good as Whataburger. Um, my reasoning behind this. Whataburger is 
overall, I think just a better company. Um, they're open late. They're kind of like your Midwest, your Southern Taco Bell. <laughs> you know, like a lot of college kids at UT afterwards, instead of hitting up Taco Bell like me, they uh, go to Whataburger. They got a cop in there and everything. Um, so you feel safe. <laughs> you feel safe at Whataburger. In their fries, they put fries on the burger. The whole thing is good. Um, yeah, so I do enjoy Whataburger. So you put, you know, not to knock in and out. You can't go wrong with either of those two. Uh, Steak and Shake, Five Guys. I'm not a big fan of Five Guys, to be honest. I think it's overpriced and uh, their fries are good. But if I want a burger, I'm not going to go there. Now, the best burger I've ever had. I'm not sure. Don't quote me if this is a chain or not. I'm assuming it might be one of those, like, um, you know, like, local demographic chains. So, you know, like, maybe available in this state, you know, start as, like, a small family thing. I'm not sure. But in Florida, West Palm Beach, there is a burger joint called BurgerFi. So, yes, B-U-R-G-E-R-F-I, BurgerFi, like... You know, can you burgerfy this? Let's burgerfy that. I don't know. I don't know where they got it from, but it makes sense. Now, you can completely walk in there, customize your own burger. It's kind of like a Chipotle for burgers. The place is honestly insane. They have everything you could ever want. Now, here's the kicker. That burger I described earlier in, in the podcast, um, like the ideal American burger, Burgerfy does this and more. You say, yo, how could how could you do more? Like, other than toppings and stuff, what is what is there to burgers? Now let me tell you, the Burgerfy experience, as they're whipping your burger up in front of you, you can't help but just be struck by how beautiful what is being created in front of you truthfully is. Now, after watching them cater to the burger to your exact specificity, what they do is they take a brand like a iron brand that is piping hot and they stamp the logo of the company BurgerFi onto your bun. So imagine imagine having your ideal dream burger being concocted in front of your very eyes in real time and then watch that beautiful thing be stamped with a seal of approval with the righteousness of the company's logo. And you pull that out you feel the bread's toasted from the hot brand and you have the company stamped on your burger and you bite into that thing and oh my gosh talk about the best mouthfeel experience of food any human being could ever have when eating a burger and to top it all off the fries the fries were like served in one of those like beautiful like tin can stand-up thingy you know what i'm talking about those like i don't know they look like they're washed not like wash like your clothes like you know like acid wash but i don't know how to describe it but the entire experience was absolutely breathtaking to watch even better to eat not to mention that you're in west palm beach florida one of the literally probably coolest places ever since all the houses they look loaded every car in there you're gonna see more maseratis than you are like toyota corollas you know like it's insane for every Ford Focus, there's a Lamborghini. Like everything about it. Uh, price range, yo, Bryce. Where does where does this run me up? Truthfully, it's not that it's not that bad. I'd say it's you know pretty similar to any Five Guys or 
Um, you know, it's going to be more expensive than your like In-N-Out or Whataburger because those are kind of, you know, your fast food things. And, like this was, this is a great like family place. Um, you could easily, it'd be an awesome first date experience. And by first date, I mean you and your stomach because let's be real here, you're the one eating the burger and that's all that really matters at this point. But anyways, everything about this place was absolutely insane. Uh, I cannot add to the point of whether or not they have shakes or anything. Um, this was a while ago. Plus, I don't really do milkshakes right now. For those of you who don't know me, I am talking about my favorite food segments right now. But uh, yeah, um, I don't really eat all the foods I talk about. So let's keep that in mind. But if you're looking for the best burger spot ever, you got to go to number one, Burger Fi. Number two, what a burger. And then number three, the number three best burger that I could recommend to you guys. I guess we're gonna, I'm gonna toss it up with Shake Shack and, and In-N-Out. I think they're both pretty good. In-N-Out might edge it out a little bit because of its popularity and stuff, but Shake Shack burgers are pretty nice too. So yeah, um, that is the story behind the best burger. Uh, so yeah, after I ate that burger, I also then got on a boat and went to the Bahamas for a couple days and like, that was pretty sweet. But yeah, I want to thank you guys for tuning in to the first podcast. Um, this segment is best food stories from my life. And you know, I hope I can inspire you guys to get out there and try some new stuff until next week. This is Bryce and you've been listening to the name of our podcast that is yet to be announced because I want something cool. Until next time, I'll see you later.